before we go back to Rabbi Wine, we have a very special guest with us live via telephone. Rabbi Yehuda Landy is uh, author of the book Uncovering Safer Yirmiyahu, an archaeological, geographical, historical perspective. Rabbi Landy is a known Talmud Chacham who has thoroughly studied Tanakh and Midrashim. His thirst for understanding the ancient reality brought him to explore the relevant archaeological, geographical, and historic material. As a tour guide licensed by the Israeli Ministry of Tourism, he's often touring and exploring ancient sites throughout Eretz Israel. He travels worldwide for the purpose of studying related artifacts stored in world museums. He's traveled and toured Jordan numerous times for the sake of researching the land of Ruven and God, as well as Edom, Moab, and Ammon. This series is his attempt to produce in-depth, high-quality literature on Tanakh fit for the Jewish religious public. Rabbi Yehuda Landi, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to everyone. It is timely with what we're going to be doing on uh, Saturday night and Sunday that uh, we're speaking this week about Yermio. Am I right? That is correct. Yermio was the uh, Navi uh, during that period of uh, the destruction of the first base of Mikdash. I always wonder, you know, the, the debate about the man making the times, times making the man. Uh, <laughs> was he suited? for the uh, depressing and difficult times of Jewish history, and that is why uh, he was uh, you know, such a noted prophet during that time. If, if times were better and more hopeful, would we be knowing as much about Yermio? Oh, that's a very, very tough question. Um, you're asking from an archaeological point of view? No, the m- fact more, that- more from a personality point of view. He, had, um, he has a reputation as being a certain type of prophet with certain, ty- uh, with certain types of news and warnings for the Jewish public. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a field that I dealt with uh, too much. You're having <laughs> a Barbanel at the beginning of the Sefer who uh, the, the, the Pesach says, you may begin his as being a Nahr. And uh, most of us learned that to be a young age, inexperienced. Right. And the Abarbanel attributes, like, the lack of proper order in the Sefer, it's not in chronological order, to Yimiyo's inexperience. Interesting. Uh, the Malbim, though, defends Yimiyo and um, argues with Abarbanel on that issue. Huh, very interesting. So you've gone ahead, and, and now now I hop. Now I get the idea of what you've set out to do, and it's so brilliant. There are so many archaeological findings, much more because I saw your book than I ever thought, and so much geography that we are now entitled to, or I shouldn't say entitled, and now we have the privilege of being able to see and walk through and visit, um, that you're able to bring a Sefer of Tanakh alive to the public. Uh, do, do you think? Do you think I've hit it? Do you think? Do you think I've just described your goal pretty accurately? Um, very uh, yes, pretty much. Uh, we have the technology, um, the ge- we know the geography, the archaeology, and um, exactly people who read this. I also my previous book in English, which came out nine years ago, Purim and the Persian Empire, right. about, on Megillah Esther. People who've read that have told me that uh, the reading of Miguel Sesta has never been the same. It suddenly becomes a, a, a real thing and an existing thing. What would be a good example uh, of an item, of uh, something that has been discovered, something that has been 
uh, you know, made known to the public through the archaeological discoveries over the last, I don't know, whatever number of years it is recently, you know, in the last decade or two, uh, that would that that points us directly to the time of Yermio. Um, I would mention um, this didn't even make into the book because um, it was discovered as the book was going to print um, a, a new location where they found ruins from the time of the Khurban, and that's right outside the old city of Yerushalayim in what was known as the Givati parking lot. Professor Yuval Gadot discovered ruins of a very impressive public building and um, a, a seal or an imprint of a seal with a person by the name of Natan Melech, Evan HaMelech. Now, Natan Melech appears in, um, in reference to the days of King Yoshiyahu, who was in the town of Yermiyahu. Um Over there, he's titled slightly different than the Pasuk, who is HaMelech, but we assume it's the same person, so we actually can connect to a person who's mentioned in Tanakh from the time of uh, Yoshio and uh, Yumio. Wow, unbelievable. Um, how far east have you traveled? Have you been uh, Have you been through uh, most of Jordan at this point? Uh, Jordan, I've been through about 10 times, but I, I, would, I would have loved to tour Iraq and Iran, but um, at this stage it doesn't seem that that's happening. In my book, though, I uh, use pictures um, by uh, a U.S. Army chaplain who actually served in Iraq, and one day the U.S. government um, was toying with the idea of encouraging Jewish tourism to Iraq by visiting the uh, Jewish sites that the Jews who lived in Iraq till 1948, um, before they made Aliyah, used to uh, visit, and he toured sites including the Kever of Yechezkel Hanavi. And uh, so some of those pictures actually made it to the book also. Uh, how much? How, how many areas of Jordan? Because I, I'm asking, is that because you've actually been there? How many areas of Jordan have uh, places that are essential to Jewish history? Um, a lot more than people think. Most people think associate Jordan with the city of Petra. Yeah. Um, Petra is a very nice, fascinating place, but um, that is the land of Edom, which is also Tanakh, but not uh, Jewish. Further north, you have sites like um, Harnavo, Moshe Rabbeinu. We have Nachal Arnon, which is a beautiful canyon with water. It is mentioned this week's Pasha. We have the Abok, the story of uh, Yaakov and Esau, where they met. Um, and I've been to Rabat Amon proper, which is the capital of Amon. And one more very, uh, one more very important Jewish site is uh, a mountaintop called Mechvar, which is a very similar story to Masada. Same time, that's already by Cheney, but it's a, re- a very similar story to Masada. The Jews who ran away from Yerushalayim during the time of Chobar by Cheney took refuge on Masada and took refuge on Mechvar. Um, so it's, as I said, it's a fascinating mountain. Many years I just was able to dream of getting there, but uh, I've been there twice, and uh, it's really uh, a fascinating Jewish site with Miklos from the days of Cheney. Unbelievable. Rabbi Yehuda Landy is with us. The book is Uncovering Safer Yermiyahu, an archaeological, geographical, historical perspective. Okay, what can you tell us? I mean, you, you know what today is. Today is the seventh day of Menachem Av. Which means, you know, generally uh, two nights from now, if not for Shabbos, two nights from now we'd be starting Tishabov already. Tell us about the archaeological findings of the Churban itself. What what evidence do we have? What has been discovered? Where one can say this literally is something from the destruction of the Beit Hamikdash. 
Well, in all of, we're talking about the kingdom of Judea, which is the southern part of Eretz Israel, and all the cities, or I shouldn't say all the cities, but a lot of the cities that existed for hundreds of years during the days of the kingdom of Yehuda came to an end at this period when the Babylonians captured um, captured uh, Yehuda and destroyed the base of Mikdash. Now, um, two cities mentioned specifically are destroyed by the Babylonians, besides Yerushalayim, of course, are the cities of Lachish and Azekah, um, both near Beit Shemesh. Both have been identified with, with certainty. Azekah, I think as we're talking, is undergoing an archaeological dig. Um, Professor Odet Lipschitz is looking for the ancient gate to Azekah. Lachish has been excavated and uh, is a national park, which is uh, with, with no entrance fee for the time being. And over there, one can actually walk through the gate of uh, the city of Lachish, the same gate that was destroyed in the time of Nebuchadnezzar. Wow, unbelievable. Uh, speaking to Rabbi Yehuda Landi, the book is called Uncovering Safer Yermio. Um I, I, what about, I, there's a chapter that you have about news of the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash and Yerushalayim reaching the exiles of Yechania. So how, how in fact, did that news travel? Uh, we don't know. The Pasuk says, Vayavah Palit. Pasuk in Yechazkel, Vayavah Palit. Palit means the refugee, and he tells me, uh, the city has been uh, destroyed, and the date for that is the 5th of uh, Teves. Now, we keep in mind that the destruction was the 9th of Av, so we're at least half a year, if not a year and a half. That depends on how you, uh, on the chronology method. But basically, it means it took them at least five months to get to the exiles and tell them the news. Hmm. Um, I assume the exiles were not in the capital city bubble itself. They were probably somewhere out there, um, where they were relocated by the um, Babylonian king. And um, somehow this guy managed to escape from the captors or whatever and, and bring them the bad news. I know that uh, a significant portion of this audience has probably done it. Uh, and that is, you know, take tours of Israel with a Tanakh in hand. And I would imagine that as, as you're doing your tours of Israel, whatever the area might be, uh, th- there's never a place you go or never something you're discussing where there's not some reference to Tanakh. Um, that is pretty much accurate. It's correct. Uh, wherever you go in the uh, southern part of the country, from Beersheba, south, uh, from Beersheba area and Arad, Arad is a place where they had a fortress from the days of the uh, Judean kingdom. And uh, yes, all the way up north to Kirchmon and Teldan. Is all uh, the uh, Tanakh description of the extent of Eretz, of, of Eretz Israel, Midan Vat Be'er Sheva. Now, Yermio wrote Eicha, correct? That is correct. Is yes. there any evidence in the Megillah that he has some optimism? Is there any evidence that he knows that this is now the, the depths of the Jewish people and that there's going to be uh, a Yeshua coming at some point? Well, he ends off one passage before the last, Hashiveinu Hashem Eilecho V'Nashuva. Um... I think that's pretty much, you know, um, in in the Yirmiyot itself, he, he, he prophesizes that the Golos is going to last for 70 years, and then there's hope. So he talks about the hope in, uh, in Sefer Yirmiyot itself. The entire Sefer Yirmiyot is described in the Gemara as Kulei Khurban. It's all talking about destruction. 
But Prokhim Lamed Aleph, Lamed Beis, Lamed Gimel, they have Prokhim where he talks about hope. And uh, he says the Golos is going to last for 70 years. Don't think you're going to come back too soon, but in the end you will come back, uh, which is, of course, what happened. Pretty amazing. The book is called Uncovering Sefer Yermiao, an archaeological, geographical, historical perspective of a Yehuda Landy is the author. It is this, it's a Halpern Center press release distributed by Feldheim. I'm assuming this is available everywhere, right? Yes, it is um, on Amazon as well. Is there a, uh, I mean, you, you talked about the reaction to the uh, the Purim book. Is there a, uh, is, is there a buzz about this one so far? Uh, well, I've been speaking in a few places. Uh, I'm currently in New York. I um, left my house about a week ago, spent some time Shabbos in London and Denver and uh, here in New York. And um, wherever I talk, um, and I bring a few books to sell. He usually grabbed up uh, right away. And I would guess uh, that, I guess whenever you give a lecture, you're showing a lot of pictures as well. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's a, a PowerPoint presentation where I show the background and how some of the pictures were shot and uh, some of the background history behind whole, the scenes, as they say. whole thing is pretty amazing. I thank you very much for joining us, and uh, good luck with the book. It seems amazing. Thank you, and we hope, of course, the Beis Amigas will be rebuilt, and this will be uh, just in history. Uh. I'm main to that, and I appreciate you saying that, especially now as we get set to observe Tisha B'Av. Rabbi Yehuda Landy, check it out, L-A-N-D-Y, Uncovering Safer Yermio, an archaeological, geographical, historical perspective. It is uh, what, I, what I believe we could say a unique approach that is just so incredible, incorporating so much of what we now know in modern times uh, with one of the great uh, Nevi and one of the great prophets in our history.